from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. If it doesn't work, you're just not using enough. You're listening to Software Radio, Special Operations Military News, and Straight Talk with the Guys in the Community. Hey, what's going on? This is Rad with Soft Rep Radio, and I am excited to be the host of this episode. I have two great guests right now. Okay, the first guest I'm going to introduce, he does true crime podcasts. He does military true story podcasts. It's Dan Benamore, and I've got Dan here. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's going great. Thanks for being on the show. We're going to dive in now with our second guest. So I actually have a panel. This is great, right? I've not had a panel before. So you guys, we're a panel. So with that said, Lila Hawley, we have her on the show today. And Lila has military background. And from my understanding, Chief Warrant Officer 4 in the military. Am I right on that so far? 
Yes, Red, you're absolutely right. I served 22 years in the Army and I retired as a Chief Warrant Officer 4. Now, when you turn in your Waffet packet, okay, which is like your Warrant Officer packet of like, I want to become a pilot. Did you want to fly a Blackhawk or just something? Or what? Tell me about that. So the Waffet packet, you enlist, you're like, I want to become, tell me. Yeah, yeah. I was enlisted. I made it up to the rank of E6. And I was military intelligence, so I was a, I was a technical warrant officer. I wasn't a flight warrant officer. I see. And so see. you're right. I put in my packet. You know, you have to make certain requirements in terms of rank and education on the on the NCO side. And so I met those requirements, and then I submitted my packet. I got selected my second look. <laughs> okay. And, okay. Uh, I didn't look back. I enjoyed it so much. I was military intelligence my whole military career, both enlisted and then on the warrant officer side. Now, for those that are just listening to what we're just, what I'm excited about is, okay, you enlist in the military, you know, it takes usually a college degree to go straight to like officer, which is like a lieutenant or second lieutenant, you know, the bars that are on the berets, et cetera, the uniforms, but to get to be a warrant officer, you can actually enlist and then find a field that has a warrant officer's position and you can turn in a, a warrant officer packet to, you know, get looked at. And so Lila's yeah. like, Hey, Look at me. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I just want you to know yeah. that, okay? I know we're just getting to know each other right now, but Thank I just want you to you know I'm Thank super proud you. of you, okay? Yes, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, you, I totally mean it. And it's not the easiest thing to be in the military in any type of body, you know? Like, whether you're you, – but, but going in as a female and just bucking up and just – you know, lacing up and probably having to put your hair up. You didn't have the release standards they have today, did you? You had to keep your hair up tight, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, seriously, right? They've loosened that just a little bit. And when you did military intelligence, can you tell me a little bit about that? I mean, 22 years, what, like, I know military intelligence exists in the military. You know, Red, if I tell you, I might have to kill you. You know, we, we always have, we always have to say that. I like the mic. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was an all-source technician, what they call the all-source technician. And so I was an all-source analyst, and I was the one who took all the intel information and analyzed it and briefed the general what we thought the enemy was going to do. And so that's that was my job as an analyst. I really enjoyed it. I had some great assignments. I worked with some amazing leaders, and it was a great time those whole 22 years that I served. Did you deal with uh, this last, uh, the 2000s? Were you in, what year did you go in? I went in in 1990 and I retired in 2012. Oh, yeah. So you're definitely a part of the whole OEF deployments of like Operation During yes. Freedom, Operation Iraqi Freedom, like yes, the Wave I'm, 1, yeah. 2, right? Am I PTSD coming back right yes, now? Yes, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, that's incredible. Now, I don't know what to say. I'm just like, um, first of all, I'm just an awe of you. Okay. Now let's, let me transition to Dan real quick. So Dan, you have met Lila. You've been doing military true stories, which is fabulous. Like, I love that. Right. I would love, that's what I'm, we're doing right now. We're talking about real things. Tell me, how did you get into, you know, this side of the world? Like what I'm doing, what inspired you? And you can't say Lila. Yeah. I work for a company called Voyage Media, and uh, their whole sort of mandate is to 
bring storytellers that are maybe outside of the traditional entertainment ecosystem and kind of plug them into that. And about a year ago, they reached out to me because they knew I had gotten into podcasting and they wanted me to start producing podcasts for them. And as we continued doing it, it occurred to me because we had a lot of folks that you know were connected to the company that had true stories that were military stories. And so we came up with this idea of, well, we should just do a series where each episode is a different military story. And because our background, all of us, is basically in television and film, we incorporated a very cinematic style to it. So, for example, in Lila's episode, there's actresses that play real people and perform, you know, like essentially written down memories of real veterans and and stuff like that. And there's original music and there's sound design and there's all these different elements to make it super cinematic where, you know, we're trying to make you. Yeah, we're trying to make you feel like you're there and you get taken on this journey with it in a narrative way. Yeah. Oh, that's legit. No, I totally love that concept where, you know, it's you're telling the story and then it's being reenacted, you know, and you're just in that vibe. That's very cool. So what story were you telling that was being reenacted? For Lila down here, I, I, I say down here because I'm looking well, at the monitor, right? And your bottom right yeah, corner to me, so, I'm probably top left corner to you. <laughs> <laughs> so in Lila's case, Lila already had this initiative called Camouflage Sisters, where she sort of collects stories of female veterans, a lot of black female veterans, but you know, just female veterans in general. So reading her book, one of her books, I thought it was so incredible because it was like each chapter was like a totally different and like really compelling, emotionally compelling story. And so we picked a couple and then we also have an interview with Lila that sort of bookends the whole thing and talks about her story and what inspired her to do that. And so we essentially replicated the experience of reading her book, but in audio format. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's really cool. So you're also an author there, Chief. So you've, you've written your books. How many books have you got out there, Lila? Yeah, I have nine published books. Eight of them are anthologies under the Camouflage Sisters brand. And that's what Dan is talking about. (laughs) And I tell you, he, they did a phenomenal job with this podcast and really bringing it to life. It's, it's like you're immersed in these stories. You're immersed in the book. It really comes together with the actresses reading the stories and the music and everything. They did a phenomenal job. And so what Camouflage Sisters is, is our platform that I created when I transitioned out of the military for us women who serve, who are still serving women veterans to uh, share our stories in our own voice. We use writing as a healing tool. Yes. And they're anthologies. So we have eight books with over 140 women who have shared their stories. That's wonderful. And where can we get these books? Can you just give us a shout out to that right now so we can just check them out and talk to women? Please. Absolutely. They're available. You can get them through our website, camouflagesisters.org. And you can also get them on Amazon. You can also get them on anywhere books are Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, anywhere books are available. And the book is called, the anthology is called Camouflage Sisters. So if you just look up Camouflage Sisters, yep. it should probably point you into the direction. You're looking for Lila Holly involved. So if you find Camouflage Sisters and Lila Holly, I bet you, you just hit the buy it now and then leave a review because, you know, as an author, you want to see that review. Like, let her know. Let her know what's yeah. up. Like, let the future reader also know, hey, I was really captivated or, you know, it was maybe pulled me in. Please leave leave those reviews out there. Uh, that's awesome. And yes. I'll check that out. 
I will. I just learned about camouflage sisters, but the word camouflage is in it. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, and you, this you're going to love the covers. There, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. I see what you got on. I still oh, have yeah. my camouflage. Just, <laughs> I was in my closet. I was like, do I wear the tricolor from Desert Storm? What do I wear for this show? And I was like, let's go with something from Finland. Okay. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And you can see the yes. pattern if you check us out on YouTube or any of the, the, the video see, outlets. But those of you listening, you know, I just want to let you know that Lila has just proven why there is an International Women's Day in our world when it should be every day, but at least definitely the, the women's day, which was just the other day. I don't really date my episodes because I want people to feel we're timeless, but damn it all to hell. Happy international women's day to you. And you know, that's, I, I just want to tell you that. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's what's kept you. me successfully married. I'll tell you what. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. We got to celebrate the ladies. Oh, 100%. I mean, you have to agree, right, Dan? <laughs> no question. I hope my wife is downstairs watching my kids. Hopefully she hears me saying that. Yes, let's celebrate the women for sure. Yes, that is. Especially you badass chicks that are going through the military and, you know, just working the whole situation. You know, we just need to have, like, you be president, you know, become the president, right? Because in all of the years of war, it's always been a guy. A man that has sent us off and said, our troops should go, okay? I say we give a lady a chance to be in the same position, the same uh, send, send our asses to war as well, okay? Just give her a shot, like, sooner than later. I agree. That's for you. That, that's what's up. That's what I'm saying, you know? Do you have aspirations of going political with your bad self? Do you? No. No? No, no. I'm really enjoying serving the ladies of Camouflage Sisters and building this sisterhood and, and serving them. We're having a really good time. I mean, really, though, yeah. And so, Dan, what do you got going on? What's what's some of the upcoming true stories that you're going to be bringing us that we can tune in? And also tell me the exact website of where we can tune in to watch or listen to these tales being told. Yeah, so you can find all of our shows by going to voyagemedia.fm. And this specific show is True War Stories Mission Report. You can, you know, again, you just type in Voyage Media, you'll find it, or True War Stories, it'll probably come up. But the full title is True War Stories Mission Report. Okay. And yeah, we we already, uh, we have an awesome first season that is out there. And I am so proud of it. It is so cool and interesting and different settings. And, you know, we take you to World War II Italy. We take you to the Vietnam War. We take you up in the sky with a bomber pilot who, you know, was one of like three survivors of this crash that killed his entire unit and had to spend the entire night hiding in the most dangerous wow. forest in Vietnam, you know, injured and had literally was flung out of his plane, Heroin. landed in a tree and sat there overnight as <laughs> Vietnamese, you know, kind of, kind of wa walked right by him and he sort of hid and, and, you know, managed to survive. And, yeah. uh, and then, was rescued and he was rescued and he told me he kissed the guy who rescued him. And then he, yeah, he, he later saw that guy on the base and he said, how many other men when they rescue, when you rescue them have kissed you, he kissed him on the cheek. And the guy said about half. <laughs> so he's getting some love right off the bat from saving him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Man, Vietnam. We have another story where it was a guy, um, his uncle on his deathbed confessed, what happened to him in World War II. 
and basically told his nephew, actually, I guess, that he was captured by the Nazis in Italy. He was marched into the Colosseum in Rome, and they were going to execute him in front of hundreds wow. of Germans who were sitting in the Colosseum and watching this as entertainment. And he somehow survived that and then ended up jumping through the floor of a moving train to escape the Nazis and then hit out with this Italian family, fell in love with the Italian daughter. And we dramatize all this. Like I found actors of Italian descent. We wrote Italian music. I mean, you, you kind of get to go to, you know, I, I told the composer to think about The Godfather when, when Michael goes to Italy. It's like that kind of vibe. It's very romantic. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, just, yeah, it's, just been, it's been so cool to get to bring these stories to life. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. That's really cool. And I think as I hear you talking and as I think about Lila talking about her stories. Now, Lila, I cheated a little bit and just just like totally like became a savant about you just in like the matter of 30 seconds. So the Philippines, what's going on in the Philippines? What? what are you just getting some adubo in the Philippines? <laughs> like uh, military intelligence just going to go check out the north side of the Phil. What were you doing over in the Philippines? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my deployments. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, I, I had some really good deployments, I would tell you. I deployed to, I did deploy to Iraq, but I also deployed to the Philippines, as you know, if you read my bio. And I also deployed to Bosnia. <laughs> okay. I was assigned to Korea and overseas in England. I was assigned to England for two years. Like, I, I had some great assignments. And I deployed to the Philippines and worked with the Philippine military to fight terrorism. You know, it's, you know, in the 2000s, that, that was a big hub for uh, terrorist activity. Oh, yeah. The reason why I bring that up is uh, my dad was former Green Beret and his theater of operation was the Pacific. Or, I mean, that's what I learned. Right. And so it was like they'd go over to the Philippines often. And, uh, you know, that whole theater yeah. over there. And, you know, I guess the U.S. volleyball team shows up. Yeah, I went over with this, with the SEALs. It was amazing. Those guys are incredible. I do airsoft war games. So we like do a lot of reenactments. You know, we have a game called Nomsoft where it's a play on Vietnam. And we get a lot of people out there that, you know, maybe have asthma and can never join. Or somebody who did join and wants a little bit of camaraderie still in their later days. You know, they want to hang out. And just take that seatbelt off. But I'll tell you, you know, the commuter seatbelt, I like to call it, where they're dressed up every day in their suit and tie. But on the weekend, they can come out and be that that warrior for that weekend if they could never have been one any or did do it already. But what I was going to say is in the Philippines, boy, they have such an airsoft community over there. And I just want to give them a shout out. But they're not just doing typical like we do mountain warfare. I'm in Utah. So we have a lot of desert, a lot of mountains and, uh, you know, some urban environments that we battle at and do large scale war games with like 300 fighters. In the Philippines, though, they got like abandoned ships off the coast. And they are literally amphibious assaulting an airsoft on these ships. It is like, whoa. I'm like, where do you draw this the line? amazing. Where do you draw the line? You're like climbing up the side of a ship with your airsoft gun just playing war games. But I mean, geez, I mean, where do you draw the line on, you know, what you're doing? And then the jungle environment over there. I can only imagine all of you guys out there that do play airsoft that listen in the Philippines. Like, you want to play in the mountains. I want to play in the jungle. You know, it's like always oh, the grass is greener on the other side, right? <laughs> Have you ever thought about uh, maybe cool. getting some war games on? No, I, I well, the way my disabilities are set up, my body is torn from the military. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. And I got back oh, injuries, yeah. knee and ankle, all types of stuff going on. But that sounds really, really cool what you guys got going on. It is. And I'll tell you something, Lila. We have friends like you. That have like, you know, had some issues. I had a young 22-year-old college kid who blew his knee out. And he was on the team. And he's like, I can't play no more, Rad. I'm like, why? He's like, well, my leg. And I was like, what do we do? How do we, how do we keep our guys from falling out that get hurt, right? So we built a tank. So we have a, a mechanized tank for war games. And so my guy that's 55, he's had a heart attack. But his wife's like, I can't let him run out in the desert. And if he's going to be Rad, you got to watch him. I'm like, he can drive the tank. She's like, oh. Okay. Okay. So, you know, we got the tank. We can bring you on the tank, That's put so you inside cool. the turret. You can sit there and work the 40 mic mic and then use the coaxial AKs. I know. I got you. That I got great. you. That sounds great. I got you. Fun. See, because uh, you're all my people. Yeah, you guys come out anytime. If you're in Utah, come out, right? And uh, it's a healthy stress reliever, right? It's consensual hunting. Yeah, that sounds fun. It is fun. Mm-hmm. It is fun. And it's as, you go as hard as you want to go. So that's the beauty of it all. <laughs> we got some people that go hard, though. I'll tell you, man. They got some, like, thermal optics that are about $7,000 on their $600 training gun. And you're just like, they see you, like, out to two miles just beating your heart 
tired. Just their soul is just like predator. It's crazy. It's fun. <laughs> it'd be good. It'd be good. That I know. Awesome. Did you hear about the Canadian sniper that just went to the Ukraine? Tell me. It's like Canada's most uh, accomplished sniper in the history of Canada. And he volunteered to just go to the Ukraine because he feels like they need help. And, you know, he has a confirmed kill from like two miles or some insane thing like that. And and he just, you know, now he's in the Ukraine. I know the story of him, of this sniper. I've heard of that long two mile shot. Right. So Godspeed to that guy. Right. Yeah. So, I mean. Someone told me if gas prices are going up, but it's going after Russia, they're good with it. And I was like, all right, I'm cool. Red Dawn that, you know, whatever's the case, right? As long as we can, you know, I guess the best commander at the end of it all would have no loss of life, you know, because they'd be able to negotiate their self, you know, to be able to just come across accordingly. You know, I don't think that I, that's what I think. If you can come out of it without any bloodshed, you're the man. For sure. No that's question. Yeah. But you know our number one export. You know what U.S.'s number one export is? It's our military. It's our number one export. Everybody wants to be a Navy SEAL. Everybody wants to be a Green Beret. Everybody wants to be a Ranger. Everybody wants to be infantry in the airsoft world in other countries because the number one export that we send out is our soldiers. I'm just saying. (laughs) You know, so it's totally the reason why we are the best military, though, is because it's an all-volunteer situation. Everybody there all 230,000 Marines, and you can tell me I'm wrong down below in the comments, they all chose to be there. They are all the tip of the spear, and they're ready for that, right? So I would just say, you know, you know, watch what bear you're poking, right? It's crazy. What do you think about this, Lila? What This situation going on, like indiscriminate bombing, and, you know, we've been seeing this on the news. You know, Ukraine's under siege right now by Russian forces. They're asking for help in the form of ammunition and self-defense, not like give us a ride. What do you think? Well, I have been, you know, watching my community of women veterans very closely because a lot of it is very triggering for many who have deployed and remember the news reports and remember being there, remember being bombed themselves like like myself. And being military intelligence, I know, I know how to read between the lines when the news reports come out. So I minim- I minimize my exposure because I do not want to be triggered and taken down that path again. Because like you said, like the best scenario would be to have negotiated to avoid all of this. Yeah. But here we are. My hearts go out to our service members who are still in uniform, who are being called up and being deployed out in support of this. So we, we really need to keep our leadership of our country in the, in the allies, in our thoughts and prayers, yes, because they have heavy and hard decisions to make. We also need to keep our military members in our prayers and their families, because our military in, the, in this country specifically, it, they're tired. Our service members are tired. You know, we're just coming off of a 20 plus year war. Yes. It's just like you said, you got 20 year olds with blown out knees and, you know, they're they're carrying heavy, heavy loads not only physically in their bodies, but in their minds, their mental capacity, the things that they've carried over this, these six and seven and eight deployments after 20 years of service. I was just talking to a friend of mine, seven, seven deployments under her belt. Can you, All I right. mean, you know, we, we, there's so many second, third, fourth order effects to, you know, the news that we 
here and in the, in the the experiences of our military that I think sometimes people don't take that into account. And so, you know, Brad, us having lived this, we know, yeah, you know, what that looks like. So I try not to get into heated debates or hard conversations about it. I know what I can tolerate as a veteran, and I I make sure I take care of myself and my community of ladies who I'm responsible for and, and my brothers in arms who I look out for and um and I keep everybody in my prayers. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last twenty-five years I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Yeah, and uh, support, you know, and the prayers, 100%. And there's nothing wrong with sending that mental power and strength to the troops. And, you know, it may just hit them and they may just get a surge through of chills. And that's because you're thinking positive thoughts for them. And uh, there is a power to the faith and to prayer. And you're not, not to get on some kind of religious kick, but I totally am, uh, <laughs> you know, I agree with you 100%. And so it's a crazy time. Dan, I mean, what do you think? You know, you sit getting stories and talking to these veterans, you know, with Ukraine going on, what's your thoughts? You know, what do you see out there right now? How are you seeing it? Well, I'll tell you, you know, it made me think of uh, what Lila just said, made me think of an episode we're doing right now with um, a gentleman named Bob Means. And Bob served in Vietnam. And there was a like a battle that he participated in that he had no memory of. 
like he like he returned to the United States and had no memory that he had participated in this thing. And then he saw a picture in a magazine and then he instantly remembered it and remembered all of it. Like all this stuff that he did that he had just completely blocked out, right? I spoke we have another episode. I spoke to a gentleman, um, he served in Vietnam, and his first night in Vietnam he witnessed an incident of a friendly fire, basically, and he was the primary witness of it. And he said he, he relives it almost daily and, you know, he's, it's affected him his entire life. And and so, yeah, I think a lot of the stuff that Lila was saying, like, yeah, for sure, the, the, the toll of something like this is felt for generations, right? Like what Russia is and Ukraine, what's going on with them, that will right. be felt by the Russians, the Russians and the Ukrainians. But by the way, we've been hearing so many stories of Russians who are like, hey, I just <laughs> they just told me we were just driving over here. Like they didn't tell them, you know, that what the real what really was going on. And no, they're not. Yeah. Stories coming out of Russian over who just were like they showed up in the Ukraine. And they were like, I surrender. I just want to go home. You know, it's, it's just uh, the whole thing is just uh, it definitely you know, the human toll of all this is something I understand much better after doing all these. Yeah, right. I just saw some video. And again, there's a lot of propaganda out there and I get that. OK, but the, the, what I saw was like a Russian soldier had broken into the liquor store in Ukraine and got wasted and was just laying on the ground, just drunk. And they had just put him under. Like you're now a POW and he just didn't get it. He was just wasted. I mean, there's just so many, like the one guy, he was captured by Ukraine on video. I see a lot of TikToks, so I, I kind of see what they're going on there. And and he, and he got shot in the foot, but he was shot in the foot by his own team. It was Russia on Russia because he was trying to save like a young girl and her mom and the Russians shot their own guy. And when he got captured, he said, they're, they're killing us for trying to help. And they killed a lieutenant. And now I'm just loosely quoting TikTok. So come at me. It said, like, he, he also said in his POW interrogation that the lieutenant that was trying to help another lady and her kid was just straight up killed by their own forces. So Russia is just like kind of imploding on itself. Its own team is just like going to have like this economic collapse. This is all because they want to go into battle and just screw their people that don't want this and aren't getting the media they're not getting that they're just not getting the outlets they're being told you know the the whole communism thing they just don't have that outlet it's like it's crazy there's also something interesting uh and you both would probably know more about this than me but it's just my perception there's something about eastern europe russia about ukraine just the history and how much hardship they've gone through it it's made the the people so tough and you see it in the way the Ukrainians are fighting back. You see it in, in just the way Russians are in general. And I don't know, is that something that is that just my perception or is that like a real thing in, in the Ukraine and Russia? I know when I joined the military, that was the I joined like at the tail end of the Cold War. And that was the force that we trained on learning when we learned like the enemy up for it was Russia, their tactics, their techniques and different things like that. And so they have been the model, if you will, when you want to learn like enemy tactics and what's successful right. and what works and things like that. So, yeah. See, growing up with my dad, he had a whole closet, right? As a Green Beret, I'd go into his office at the armory uh, just like every day. And uh, he's like, hey, Aaron, uh, go go sit in the closet and just watch films, you know, because I'm like, all right, dad. So yeah, I'd go in this little closet and in there was all of these films all over the place, like a library of films, tight closet lots of films and a monitor. But the monitor was the real thing that I had to turn and it would slide 
like model projections that somebody in the military gets paid to make these little model figurines exactly to detail of an RPG. Everything was all Warsaw, by the way. That's what I wanted to point out. It's all Warsaw packed equipment. It was the tanks. It was like, how do you identify the silhouette? What is this MIG? What is this? What is that? You know, all of the different types of Russian equipment, all the way down to all of his mock weapons that they had in there were like AKs and RPGs. I would literally take apart a mock RPG to learn all about its components, its fins, the whole nine yards, because that's what the model was all about, was that that whole Cold War. It's just, you know, Russia split up during the USSR and allowed other places to become their own entities like Ukraine and the whole world changed over there. And and homeboy in charge right now just wants the empire back. And I, I just... Well, that's what's fascinating to me is like, you look at, it's almost like history repeating, right? I mean, if you think back to Hitler, what, what really took Hitler out was that he went to Russia. He pushed it too much, right? He sort of had his had it going, pushed it too much to Russia. And that really was the beginning of the end. And And I think... If you look at Putin, Putin was very solid. He could Putin could have just chilled out in Russia for the next <laughs> to the end of his life, and I don't think he would have had any issue. And now this thing with the Ukraine, I mean, to me, it feels like this is this might be the beginning of the end of him. Is that he's, he's pushed it a little bit too far? Yes, yeah, like I don't want his baseball card no more. It's like you know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like you said earlier. It's all driven by money. Is more to the story. But I think something that you said, Dan, I think people in general are are tougher these days. And I think, you know, people want to fight against wrong, you know, and I think the people of Ukraine, they're like, you know, wrong is wrong. This is wrong. And we're going to fight, you know, and I think after coming through this pandemic, I think that's where people are. People are tired. And people want to, when you're wrong, you're wrong. And I think they're just like, no, we're not going to just lay down here. You're wrong. So we're going to fight. So we can't fight anymore. I think so you got to commend that. You're totally right. I think that, uh, you know, the people standing up together and becoming a a human chain of toughness with each other is what's going to break Putin and the Russian aggression because they thought they could probably just roll in and everybody be like, okay, we give up. You can take over now. And here's the oil pipeline stuff that you want, bro. But let's not forget, like in 2014, when the rockets that shot down that innocent airliner over Ukraine was straight up like, uh, stay out of our business, America and the rest of the world. We're busy over here in the Ukraine shooting down civilian airliners. This dude's just not been on a good platform for a while, right? He's been wanting Ukraine for a minute. So just stay steadfast and just uh, put up a fight and, you know, thoughts and prayers to all those that are in the battle right now. You know, I know there's probably Russian soldiers that do not want to be there and uh, just want to you know, maybe go home and just put down their stuff and just go home. And that's probably okay to do. You know, you can just go home, just go home. If you're listening to this, go home, just go home, go see your wife and kids, go tell your mama and papa that you miss them. Just go home, Russia, (laughs) just go home seriously, you know? And then I don't know what else to say, you know, just go home, just stop this whole indiscriminate killing. But I mean, geez, wow. What an episode this just turned into. I mean, I, I didn't even foresee this, but, you know, it just organically went down this road of, you know, there's innocence being taken. Can I ask Dan a question? Yeah, please. Getting back to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I find it very interesting. I really like it that more Vietnam veterans are sharing their stories 
and you're you're making uh, the podcast about their stories. What do you are you seeing more of them coming around to share their stories? Because I know that generation really took a beating, you know, from they weren't really supported in their war, yeah. and but now that they're coming forth and sharing their stories, I, I really enjoy I really enjoy that. Well, what's fascinating is that time is the big X factor, right? So, for example, we have another episode that we're doing right now this gentleman who had a story that he sort of came in with. And then there was another story. And my producer was a good producer and he sensed it. And he was like, I have to ask you about it. You don't have to tell me, but like, you know, I can sense there's more here. And basically the guy was like, I've never told anyone this before, except for my wife. And she told me that I should tell you. And we, he, we found out that basically this guy served in Vietnam, fell in love with a Vietnamese woman, you know, ended up leaving Vietnam and then went back to see if he could be with her. And she was like, I think, through, uh, again, I, the episode will come out. I may not have it 100% exactly, but basically what ended up happening is that he almost got himself killed to go back to be with her. And she had to be like, hey, listen, you're an American and you were an American soldier. And I'm sort of, uh, you know, on the other side of that in Vietnam. And we cannot be together. Like, you'll get killed. I might get killed. Like, there's no way we can do this. And eventually came back to America and as we're producing the episode, he's got pictures of her. He's got the handwritten like directions when he went to Vietnam and how did he find her at the time? It's not, you know, it's not like today there wasn't like a smartphone. Like, how did he get to her in the first place? And he, I mean, literally, I think he almost got, he, I think right. he did get shot. I think he got shot in the arm or something trying to reconnect with her. And ultimately it's, it's a tragic love story. But again, it's like he never told anybody that until we talked to him because you know, enough time has passed that I think he felt comfortable saying it, but he wouldn't have done it five, 10 years after Vietnam. There's no way. Absolutely not. No way. <laughs> but that's incredible. I just know, you know, a lot of them hold their stories in. Uh, don't you don't you find the same red from the Vietnam veterans that you come in contact with? Like they hold their stories in. And so the fact that they're sharing now is I think it's great. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. You know, I, I usually start by welcoming them home personally, like saying, yes. welcome home. I do. Any of my Vietnam friends, veterans that I, you know, I just lost a friend the other day up by my shop. Yeah. He's a Vietnam veteran. When I moved into my uh, airsoft arena about five years ago, we painted it all white. And he's like, I never knew I was going to live behind the White House. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'll just be the president. You could be the secretary of defense. And then he brought me over a Vietnam emblem of his unit. And he's like, do you want to hang this in your arena? And to this day, it hangs above the door. Everybody that walks through the door walks underneath that Vietnam memento that he had gifted me as being a nice guy, uh, Gene. I'll give him his shout out, Gene, up in Layton. And so it's just there's so many veterans right now that are from Vietnam that are now going away, right? My generation watched the World War II guys kind of go away, and then the Vietnam took over the VA floors, right? And now we're starting to see the 1990s era, you know, Desert Shield you know, the deserts, and then they have like, they call them the Viets at the VA, and they call them the WWs, and they have all these nicknames for the different, you know, operations that these guys all fought in, guys and gals. When I say guys, I mean everybody. So I say that it's kind of tough to get it out of them. That's why I'm I'm pretty good, though. I'm pretty good. I could probably, you know, get a story or two out of some guys, but most Vietnam guys are like, I don't want to be reminded about Vietnam. Like, let's just say, I know someone real close to me who's a Marine, and I won't say that he's my father-in-law or anything, but he's like, don't remind me that I was a Marine in Vietnam, right? That's what he says. I do this, you know, for a living. Here's what I do, right? It's like, he's like, hey, you glorify war is with your war games. And that he's come to terms with it now. He sees it's not quite what that is, even though we do war games. But the Vietnam guys, they just have this, you know, especially the Marines, you know, those guys saw, you know, and did, you know, and anybody in Vietnam saw and did because Vietnam was just a good versus evil fight. It was like, you know, from my understanding, the Japan and Vietnam were fighting and the French were in there trying to colonize it. And then the French were getting overran and it was like, bring in America and let's just get this thing going. And and then that just kicked off. And I, I think a lot of guys that chose to go, you know, did so just because the nation called them to as their predecessors in World War II went. That's what I think. You know, so they had that same mantra, like, I'm good. It's my turn, even with the draft on. And then you got the guys that were drafted. And they're just like, yo, man, I did some things I did not want to deal with that I've been told about, you know, and snakes. I hear stories about snakes. I hear stories about bamboo cages on shorelines with PT boats going up and down, looking for recovery for, you know, POWs that they just, find dudes that didn't make it you know i've heard some things and and it's always emotional and uh, i guess 
I don't know. I have a weird Vietnam like kindred spirit of like a past life. And so I very much gravitate towards that. Like almost I was killed in Vietnam in a past life. And I, I, I kind of remember this veil that just didn't quite, you know, when I got reborn. And so, yeah, it's very, very interesting. And if anybody's ever had a kindred spirit story, I'd love to hear about it, right? Like, hey, one day I was like married to a Southerner and I was a Northern captain. And I have a guy that told me that story. And today he's a flight medic on a Blackhawk. He's like, Rad, you're not crazy. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm crazy. He's like, no, let me tell you my past life. And so, I don't know. I think Vietnam's, um, I'm humbled by it, right? That's yeah, it. me Lots too. Napalm. And I and and I asked that question because you know I just I my thing is telling our stories and and my sisters in arms and and I've created this platform for us to share our stories because I feel like we lived it, we lived it, they lived that. And there's nobody better to tell the stories than the ones who lived it and experienced it. Now, our stories are layered. They're good, bad, and very ugly at times. But, you know, we survived them. And I feel like, you know, our stories help the generations coming behind us. And and they help us heal, too. When we tell our stories, it helps us heal as veterans. Right. That's what we were, we were, I were talking about with my group tonight before I came on this interview. But... You know, I understand that. And I understand now, I understand why some of them are at a place in their healing journey from that war where they can tell their family and, and tell these stories out in public, you know, because like the love story Dan just mentioned, I mean, that how would you ever hear about that? And I listened to a story called Fort Huachuca of women, a black women service members serving in World War II as nurses and different MOSs that they had. And there was a love story in, in that space as sure. well between sure. one of the black women and a, and a POW. So, you know, there's so many different stories. Yeah, there's so many stories yeah, out there <laughs> that we'll never hear about if we just if we never found found if people never found the courage to share their stories. And so I just I love stories. I love hearing about our story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just say that because I'm an advocate for sharing our stories. Same. Same. We're storytellers. I think the three of us together are just kind of <laughs> just what it is, you know. I don't know. I get kind of choked up. I don't, I don't. I don't. That doesn't happen too often, you know. But thinking about the Vietnam guys out there, and and then you know transitioning through Grenada, you know, which was a sortie that a friend of mine Max Mullen had to go through, which is going to be an interview that he'll be we'll be doing with him. Uh, he's in the Ranger Hall of Fame. And, and then you've got like, you know, all the way up through the 80s. And then you've got the Philippines and people still looking for POWs in Vietnam late after the 75s in the 80s. Yeah. My dad was hit up by, I want to say his name was like Bo Greitz. He was like an old Green Beret guy that had like a, a group of mercs and they wanted to go find POWs in Vietnam. And this was back in the 80s. And my dad's like, I have a family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's exactly kind of how it went. He's like, go on and, and find mm -hmm. them. Go ahead. It is. They, they were looking for them in the 80s. Like, Bill is still out there. You know, they wanted to go find Bill. You know, whoever Bill was, whatever Bill is to them. Whether it's a love story of that lady that his lost love, you know. That's crazy. Those are movies. That's what movies are made of. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> that is right. That is. That's amazing. So, mm -hmm. now, now, Lila, with your deployments... Was there anything gritty? Like, did you get shot at? Did you ever have uh, to return fire? Did you ever get into anything like that? That's just like a straight, yeah. no, nah, rad. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So you got to you stay no, healthy. None of that. <laughs> I stay no healthy. purple heart. I mean, mortar rounds came in and stuff like that, but you know, mortar rounds, huh? I wasn't on any convoys or anything like that. No, and and those that were though, those are stories that are are just you know. I've got a friend with no legs because of those types of stories, you know, it's just so incredible. Yeah, and I know. Uh, I, know. I know I had to provide intel to those guys. And so I, I took my job very, very seriously to provide them the best intel that they can have to be safe in those situations. But thank you for yeah. doing that. That's awesome. That's way awesome. Well, look, Okay, so I feel like we've had a really good episode. I feel like we could bring you back again and have more stories with Dan and with Lila. You know, so I feel like is there is there anything that you would like to tell me? Would anybody that is listening that would a book coming up or anything that you have to say? Now's the chance. Soft rep listeners love to hear what you guys have to say. So, Lila, do you have anything coming up that you want to discuss or any one last website? Well, I would encourage them to take a to visit Voyage Media's website and take a listen to the podcast. They're amazing. They've done an incredible job with the production of these. I'm I'm so pleased with the episode on Camouflage Sisters. And follow us on social media. If you're especially if you're a woman veteran and you're looking for a new platoon, if you're looking for a sisterhood of ladies who can just wrap their arms around you, who know what you're going through, what you've been through. Reach out and connect with us. We're on Facebook, Instagram as uh, Camouflage Sisters, and we're on LinkedIn as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm going to go follow you right now. I'm pulling it up right now. I'm going to go do that, as a matter of fact. Camouflage right. Sisters, I'm going to go do that. I am. It's a hard word to spell sometimes. There it's it my favorite color. O-U-F-L-A-G-E-D. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's what's your favorite color? I'm like, Camouflage. Whatever's blended in that pattern is my favorite color. <laughs> Wonderful. So Camouflage Sisters on Instagram and all social medias. And then Dan, again, it's Voyage Media, right? Yeah, it's voyagemedia.fm. And I'll I'll shoot you, uh, Rad, the direct link for the uh, the True War Stories podcast. You can maybe put it in the show notes or something if anybody wants to check it out. And yeah, we've already done Perfect. five episodes that are super cinematic and, you know, really take you on a journey. And we're currently producing more episodes and we're very excited to keep doing this series. We're really proud of it. Well, that's wonderful. And I'm, I'm very happy to have had both of you on the show on this episode. I'm stoked to be able to host for SoftRep and get to go around and meet all sorts of interesting people and, and pull out your captivating stories. And, and I really want to thank you for spending your evening tonight with me and our listener that is listening right now. And if you have a crazy story about Vietnam or you want to get on with my soft rep show and you want to talk about your war story, you know, drop us a line down at the bottom and I'll have one of our producers reach out to you and try to coordinate it. And, you know, you never know if Dan might be able to reenact it for you. Okay. So it's a very tight knit community here. And we want to support you. And I want to tell you out there, if you're a veteran debating on whether or not you're worth anything in this world, you are. Okay. I love you. And I want you to stick around. And if you have any questions, you can hit me up at Rad Rockin on Instagram. And I will talk to you. I'll say, what's up? You want to come war game or anything? So, you know, check on your battle buddy. Check on your neighbor. Be a good person in this world and uh, send positive vibes to those who are in uh, harm's way because they really do appreciate that, whether you know it or not. So I want to say thanks again to my guests, Dan and Lila. And my name is Rad, and I'm going to say peace for softrep.com.
been listening to Soft Rep Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in idaho iowa or south dakota if a new house is on your wish list in the next five years grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an ohio homebuyer plus account from kemba financial credit union a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn seven percent apy a five hundred dollar matching bonus and a fifteen hundred dollar mortgage closing cost credit learn more at kemba.org offer expires march 31st 2025 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply nmls 292230 equal housing lender federally insured by ncua